and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me as always is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Back in the house, man. Back, Back in the, in the saddle again. again. <laughs> you want a little, eight, little 80s, 80s rock and roll or something there? Is that what sure. we're doing? Sure. Yes, yes, another week, another week down, and another attempt at uh, at a... At kind of a hiking trip, you know. Don't call it camping because it's not camping. It won't be this week. I, uh, I have some extenuating circumstances that, of course, we will get in into more for our exclusive Patreon only Patreon episodes on. He got beat up by a grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's good to obviously have you back. We have some plans tomorrow to do some uh, some trail hiking. Um. We got rained. Well, we didn't get rained out. We thought we were going to get thunderstormed out, so we kind of had just a random day of going and seeing how depressing. Uh, <laughs> you know, every mus- store nearby could be. Yeah, music stores and um, all, just everything. The was. comic shop and uh, that com- wasn't depressing. No, the comic shop was okay. It's just you know if you're. Yeah, we the prices really... on some things were depressing. <laughs> but. Well, that yeah, that unfortunately is. Um, is happening here and there, but uh, I, I think we were kind of looking for the the first issue of the the Ronin, the last Ronin uh, Turtles comic, but they didn't yeah. they didn't have it. So you'll have to <laughs> figure that out on your own. Shell out twenty dollars on eBay, dude. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy how much uh, back issues can be and how valuable it is getting them when you can. Well, and it's something super. Super popular right now. I mean, everyone's obsessing over it. So it's pretty wild. I didn't even know it was happening. I think we already told that story, so I won't we rehash did. the story. But yeah, so we have Bad Batch. Uh, what are we on? Episode, Episode nine, nine, Bounty Lost. And we are also going to go through some comics. And I had realized that we kind of skipped over the first issue, you know, War of the Bounty Hunters issue one of this sort of standalone. Uh, so that came out back in May and I just forgot about it. And as I was trying to figure out the stupid canon for this whole war of the bounty hunters line due to, you know, intersecting all these comics at different times, I had to sit down and that's how I found it. So we'll go through that. And then we will also go through issue 13 of bounty hunters, which honestly, um, I don't, I think that they both, this was like the perfect time really to do it. Yeah, they really worked well together. So we're going to go through that, uh, you know, probably talk some other nonsense. But, uh, yeah, how's your week been? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Just uh, anticipating my new vacation schedule. It's about Mm. to start in a week or two. A couple more weeks of overtime, and then I work three days a week for like two months straight because I built up way too much vacation time. (laughs) Wow. Looking forward to it. Yeah, that that's 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 really nice. I know that I've got uh, you know a couple of extended weekends as well, trying to enjoy, you know, better weather. Yeah, you know, uh, we've got we've got July Fourth coming up here pretty quick. I usually mm-hmm. make a four or five day weekend out of that, just out of principle. Um, you know, I've been dotting a few because last year I think like all my all my time off kind of just fell in uh, <laughs> like November and December because I just wasn't using it. Yeah, so. and that's a terrible time to have off, too. I mean, for some yeah. people, the cold doesn't matter, but, you know, 
camping trips aren't as fun and just kind of going out in general. So, well, it also sucked because we were working from home. So yeah, <laughs> we, were, yeah. we weren't doing anything, man. All, all the plans just got canceled. So yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, anything yeah, we'll else get going some extended on? Extended camping trips going on here soon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, would like to definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Bought, bought a house. I guess that's something. Yeah, going that's on. something. <laughs> something super minor that everybody does every single hour of the day. Yeah. Or at least your realtors would. Uh, <laughs> would I'm still would getting those notifications. I'm still getting those generic notifications from them, even though I texted them like, "Hey." <laughs> Yeah. Leave me alone now. No, it, it, you know, I actually, uh, it, it stopped now, but, you know, that happened to me quite a bit as well. Um, there, it was funny because, like, there was one place where I was looking at kind of like a condo, mm-hmm. uh, but it was, it's not like exclusive, but it's just one of those things that they sell very quick and it really depends on who you know. Yeah. So I remember talking to, to someone who was, um, just in the know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they like signed me up on a mailing list. It's like, oh yeah, we'll let you know. And I was like, well, okay. And then just never heard anything. So went about my business and got the house I'm in now. But, you know, I, I got those notifications for a while. You know, not that anything was available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just like, I'm still here. It's like, well, I don't care if you're still here. <laughs> I wanted one of those condos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, the housing market's nuts. So yeah, you've got something, you know, maybe not forever. Certainly not forever. I but, mean, uh, you know, something, something good for, uh, for right now. Yeah. A couple years of peace and solitude until everything calms down. <laughs> it's funny. We were talking before, uh, recording about, you know, your job and the fraud department, just things that you kind of, their triggers and yeah. things that look odd. And we decided to pay cash for this. Um, instead of <laughs> paying a check, it was actually from a family member and he had just inherited a lot. He didn't really want more things coming into his account. So we decided to pay cash. So we pulled like 10 grand out yep. all at once. And I just kept thinking the whole time, it's like, I'm going to get a call on this. There's going to be a question. This just looks really fishy. <laughs> Who pulls out 10 grand for anything anymore? Well, not, not very many people do, but you, you have always been a rather remarkable saver. You know, it's not like, you know, no offense. I mean, but your job sucks. No, (laughs) no, but you you know, you're you're not like a, like a wall street banker who's stealing everybody's money. Uh, not that they do that or anything, but you know, you, you have, you have a good job. Uh, but you have just always been able to save a ton more. But yeah, uh, I, I've, I've known the feeling of holding, you know, I mean, granted I watched a show on a guy who has a $500 million house mm-hmm. that it's got like a nightclub in it and so many bars. And like, <laughs> there's like a peeping Tom area. Like literally there were like cameras oh in God. the bathrooms. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he seemed like a real skeevy dude, but you know, to him, 10 grand's nothing, but like, yeah. you know, to us, 10 grand is like, that's big. If I lose this, this is going to hurt. <laughs> well, yeah. And then I can't remember. There was something, uh, I remember them playing the joke. It's like, you know, here's 20 grand. And then they show this little tiny stack of like hundred dollar bills. It's like, so that's what 20 grand looks like. And it was like in a suitcase, you know? Yeah. It's like, you got a suitcase for this? <laughs> well, it's funny. Like I'm not big into music that talks about this, but like 
rappers are always talking about fans oh, yeah, sure. by amounts of money. And that's for some reason I couldn't stop thinking about that as she was counting the money, pulling it, pulling the band off, counting it. <laughs> oh my god, you had a little, like, little rap song running yeah. in your head. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. And then like she's trying to stuff it in the little envelope for that's meant for like maybe two hundred dollars. And I don't know why I found that entertaining. It's like oh, I could smack someone and probably knock them out with this little water cash. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I've even had to like, you know, take a grand out for this, that or the other just to transfer to another bank that, you know, you can't wire to, you know, credit yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I even feel weird about doing that. Yeah. You, you know, just it's your money, but you're paranoid about actually having it in your hand. Yeah. It's like I have a I have a lock box on me, which makes it more, you know, conspicuous. It's like. Why is that guy carrying around that locked <laughs> armor-plated suitcase? I think I should steal it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. I was so paranoid just driving to the to the uh, BMV to go sign everything over with that in the car. It's like, can we just like do the transaction back at the house? Can we head straight back to the oh, house geez, first and then yeah. go there? Can this be your problem now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's funny. Like they made me. They made me sign this uh, form basically stating that I understand that this is my problem as soon as I walk out the door. It's like, right. well, who wouldn't assume that? Like, who's going to try and claim something? You get, you know, robbed right outside of the bank and you're going to blame the bank. I mean, people people do. I, it, I mean, the reason they do it is because it's it's probably happened at one time or another. But, yeah, I, I get you. It's, it's nerve-wracking. And plus, you know, you hear stories of, like, people getting pulled over with legitimate sums of money. Mm-hmm. No no ill intention. This is a legitimate sum of money that I'm literally going to, you know, uh, farmers. Like going to buy a car. Well, it, what know? happens a lot with, like, farmers and, like, larger pieces of equipment, you know, mm-hmm. keeping it sort of local and, you know, you 14 grand for so on and so forth. I actually think that that was a real amount from a story that's vaguely in my head. But, you know, getting pulled over and getting the money seized because the cops are like, while well, you're clearly not doing what you're saying you're doing. It's like, but they are, though, and it's yeah. notoriously hard to ever get that money back from the federal government I'm once sure. they absorb it. So. Well, I'm paranoid even at home about that because like, I have a little safe. They're just going to go rob me now. But I have a, I have a little safe, and my <laughs> wife does a little babysitting on the side, and she'll get paid in cash, so we'll keep the money in that. And whenever I pull that money out just to like go to dinner, so I always feel like a drug dealer. Pull, <laughs> like this is well, illegal. when you when you have to knock the cocaine <laughs> off of the bills, and yeah. yes, that's probably yeah. <laughs> no, no. Trust me, I get it. But I, I was always uh, when I was a kid. Um, when I was a kid, when I was a younger man, uh, I, I did have a mild obsession with paper money. Like mm-hmm. I like to have it. It feels good. I like to know? count it. Yeah. Like and then I have to go wash Organize my hands it. because it's yeah. pretty gross. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I I actually always like to have some cash. Well, you don't always have access to your bank. No. Truthfully. No, exactly not. And you know, I mean, I, I've I've been doing YouTube for a long time, and and I've tried to exol that point. This is getting off topic. Obviously, we will get back into Star Wars, but maybe some of you need to know this. <laughs> there are a lot of like little mini kits, right? That people sell. It's like, Oh, you know, survival kit and an Altoids can. That's pretty popular. Yeah. But I have seen so many of those kits where what they'll do is they will put in like two bucks in singles and like two bucks in quarters. You do realize that vending machine prices 
have gone up, right? Yeah. And I, I t- I've told people this at all time, a lot. You should have, at bare minimum, $50 cash mm-hmm. around you at all times. But not one $50 bill. you got to break this up into denominations. Yeah, because like, you can't break that up in a lot of situations on and the spot. And $5 bills. Yeah. Do you know how annoying it is? Because people, at least in 20s. America... 20s. Because that's all you get from the bank. Well, it, it, yeah, exactly. But like seventy five bucks, you know. I, you know, I, I need to go buy um, an extension ladder, and I had some in mind. Seventy five bucks. I need a five. <laughs> Not many people have fives. Yeah. And and it's it's just it's well, I got a bunch of singles. We all know what you're doing mm-hmm. with those singles. We don't. We're, they're going to be gone this weekend. Don't worry about yeah. that. That's <laughs> that's probably a bad joke. <laughs> yeah, we're losing some people here. But, it's fine, but no, seriously, but no, ca- cash is something I feel like no one really appreciates anymore. Nah. And there are some things that you know, you have your downfalls. Like again, if you get robbed, if you get robbed yeah. online, and someone steals your card information, you can get reimbursed by most banks if you most can time, prove the yeah. fraud. Right. You, you're out of luck if it's cash. You're just not getting it back. Yeah, and I, I had a friend who actually in town here um, was robbed. 600 bucks, mm-hmm. cash in her purse. It hurts. Had the window smashed into her you know, nice vehicle. Mm-hmm. Smash and grab, obviously probably being watched. But, uh, yeah, I, don't, I, think, uh, I think they did catch the person. I think she got some stuff back, but, I mean, cash is always the first thing to go. Well, I'm paranoid about that because... Not keeping cash on me, but making sure I keep cash on me because right. there's been multiple times where it's not that I didn't have the money in my checking account, but I keep most of my money in savings. Yeah, I don't sure. know why. I just like to keep it in savings. Yeah. Because if I don't, then I'll probably spend it. And I can easily transfer that back and forth, no problem. But if my bank is undergoing maintenance <laughs> yeah. or it's glitching for the day for some reason, it can't authenticate my password for right. some reason and i can't transfer that money over then i'm li- it's like i'm broke even yeah. though i have the money i'm broke so yeah no I doubt like the idea of having the cash on hand. well and uh you know uh happy father's day to all the fathers out oh, there yes happy father's uh, day. obviously we're late on that but still happy father's day but we took our dad out for a little uh kind of breakfast and and chill at this uh terrible dive bar <laughs> i mean it wasn't terrible but it, it, it is definitely a dive bar back where he lives and mm-hmm. um <laughs> our father loves a bloody mary yeah he, favorite he, drink and it's not just like a straight up he loves to put all the stuff in yeah. it he he gets fancy with it i remember like years ago you literally bought him like a bloody mary bar yeah. with all the ingredients and like pearl onions and mm-hmm. stuff for christmas and he just likes that, but they had they had this Bloody Mary bar on a pool, pool table. table with the blanket <laughs> over it. But I mean, the breakfast wasn't bad. You know, I had a full full plate of breakfast. You guys had some sandwiches, but it was nice to spend some uh, time with them. But the dive bar was cash only, mm-hmm. and I had some singles. You know, from my um, and actually, I don't really. I think you gave me some like when you were paying me back for like dinner or something, and <laughs> yeah. then. I don't remember. I just had, I just had singles for some reason, but um, I was like, I actually probably don't have enough cash to pay for my <laughs> breakfast. Uh, so you spotted me on that one, but uh, well, but yeah. and you get you get the the fee because their ATM charges you well, like three yeah. bucks to pull out money, yeah. and it's a shady 
generic ATM. So you know, stupid story, but like I've played the lottery a hand. I mean, literally a handful of times in my life. Only mm-hmm. when it was like ridiculously histor- historically large. And I remember one time I went in and it was like you know crazy large. No chance of ever winning it. Right. Right. Um, but whatever it was that was hit, it used to be two dollars. Mm-hmm. And then they raised it to four dollars or three or four dollars. And I had exactly two dollars. <laughs> I had to and, and Did here's you have the, change in the little okay. storage compartment of your truck. Well, there's this is kind of a twofold. One, they printed the ticket out before getting the money. <laughs> Which was stupid. Yeah, because they can't take it back at that point. Yes. They have to sell but it to that, you. But that meant that I, w- ha- I now am obligated to find this dollar. <laughs> right. I did not have any money in my little change thing because I had a- I had used it at an air pump to get air <laughs> in a tire that was going flat, which I then had to go have fixed. Mm-hmm. So I was out of quarters. And I maybe I could have made it with you know, dimes and stuff, but I wasn't going to do that. So I did have to use an ATM (laughs) and I was very, very angry. I was unreasonably angry. So your $2 purchase (laughs) ended up being a $6 purchase. Yeah, basically. Pull out a dot. No, of course you wouldn't have pulled out. No, I I think you could only pull out a 20. So I had to pull out uh, a 20. And spend $3 on it. Yeah, exactly. I think it even might've been more than $3. I will never go back to that station again. (laughs) And the thing is, is that if you, I don't know if you've went past it since then, if we've went to like Cane's recently, they put another gas station across the street, which has cheaper gas. And I want this other gas station to go out of business because they're always the most expensive gas in town. So usually not how that works, but that's fine. No, but it really doesn't. But I do want them to go out of business because I think they're shysty, but that's another thing. Uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, glad your week's been going good. That's that's pretty good, and hopefully it continues to go good for you. Mine hasn't been as great. <laughs> Not Me- for any reason. Is real- mediocre or bad? No, it, it hasn't been bad, but I, um, I hurt my shoulder, uh, and I think it was just, you know, probably something with exercise, mm-hmm. you know, lifting and whatnot, and, um, and then probably compounded by sleeping on it wrong because I'm the kind of person who, you know, really attacks a pillow at night. Um, <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to wake up with no pillow. You're scared. <laughs> it's going to, you're just going to let it fly away. Well, the, the, you know, yes, but the, the problem is pillows don't last very long because I beat the crap out of them. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I usually like to have my arm like behind my head and I'm trying to do it now. And it's, I'm like really crazy stiff. Um, I have some motion, but whenever I try and like do something that needs any power, like there's no power. Yeah. Like literally like I, I I'm almost a little worried that there might be some ligament stuff, but I, <laughs> I doubt it. I think it's just a hyperextension, but at any, at any rate, it, it doesn't feel good. And I've been groaning like an old guy. Uh, so that hasn't been fun, but yeah, aside from that, just pretty standard, standard week. You know, I had to deal with somebody who's probably trying to, do some shady stuff <laughs> off of a pedal that I sold on reverb and so forth. But I do have some new pedals that I've been playing with. There's the, there's the wolf boy pedal on there. That's the, the walrus <laughs> monument. It's a tremolo pedal. It's pretty cool. I got this, uh, <laughs> I got this looper, which is a copy off of an electro harmonic seven twenty, but it's pretty sick. So that's actually going to help me do some videos so that then I can sell the rest of the pedals <laughs> that I don't actually want, but I had this, 
nagging idea in my head to do comparison videos. So you know, I do love that half of your pedals when you name them, it sounds like you're talking about dispensary names for weed. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf boys, your dispensary, jeez, what the hell kind of stuff is that? Oh man. Yeah, well, pedal manufacturers are interesting in their naming conventions. Um, Do you remember, oh, what was that movie called? It had that that kind of catchy song. It was um, The the Wonders was their name, the pop band in the the movie. I think it had Tom Hanks as the manager in it. Okay. Uh, That Thing You Do. Okay. So... In the beginning, they wanted to spell wonders like one O N E D E R, and so they called them the O Needers. Well, I just found a pedal company that is named that, and they say it's like, <laughs> is it the wonders? Is it the O Needers? You decide. So I've been looking. That's at pretty their, awesome. I've been looking at their pedals because I found that funny. If you can be clever like that, I might buy a pedal from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. So anyway, I think we've been yakking a little bit. Um, Too much, probably. So I guess we can go ahead and get in here. And I think you said comics first? Yeah, let's change it up a little bit. Okay. This is the first time I've actually cared about any of these comics (laughs) for a little while. (laughs) Yeah. And the funny thing is, is we actually, I don't think we really have to talk about them individually because they're all kind of leading to one thing. Yeah, very true. Um, but anyway, we do have Bounty Hunters 13, and we have The War of the Bounty Hunters Issue 1, which is crazy confusing to me. So that you're not only crossing this with all the lines, but then you also have another centralized line, War of the Bounty Hunters, which I, does have a couple of issues. And the other lines are ongoing during The War of the Bounty Hunters. Yeah, exactly. If they had stopped there for a little while for this series, it would have been easier. But yeah, this is going to be... Not fun. Yeah, it's going to be a little, little bit... I, I think they're trying to be a little too clever. But, uh, so, our War of the Bounty Hunters won. Is that okay mm-hmm. if we go over that first? Yeah. So, this has Charles Soule attached to it. But I need to point out that the artwork in this looks like I'm looking at a 1970s comic. And I wonder if that was intentional. Especially the holograms. The holograms are not good. Yeah, I I honestly wonder if this was like the intention. I haven't really done any research and I'm not going to. But we learn that Han Solo, who's in Carbonite, has been stolen by none other than the flippin' Crimson Dawn. Mm -hmm. And you know, I read War of the Bounty Hunters 13 first, and... I mean, they didn't do the reveal in that. They did the reveal in here. But if we just want to go ahead and spoil it already, yeah, Kira's back. Yeah, which is something, unfortunately, I've known for almost a month now. Yeah, I know. I, know, I tried yeah. not to tell you about that, and it's been difficult. But I knew you'd be as excited as me about it. Although people, there's mixed results on people talking about it. Uh, there's a lot of people saying that, oh, this is the reason we need Solo 2. Others saying this is going to bury Solo too. There's no reason or to have it now because we have the comics. But it is interesting either way. And with our timeline, she is now the leader yeah. of Crimson Dawn. I mean, unless they do a swerve and they bring True. somebody else in. But let, let let's just float this out like this, okay? Solo, great movie. Both mm-hmm. liked it. Solo two would be a great idea. However, as we as we sort of talked about that this pre-episode, 
I don't foresee any contingency where you have Kira appear in Solo 2 in any meaningful way. Yeah. Because when is the timeline? So timeline establishment, you had, you know, you had Dryden Voss, you had Kira working along. Obviously, we got the reveal of Maul. Mm-hmm. We know that Maul took over Crimson Dawn. We have Maul's story arc through the last season of Clone Wars. We have Maul's story arc end in Rebels as he was beating, beaten by Obi-Wan Kenobi. Which, shout out Chase. He sent me a text because he's now watching through Rebels. Oh, he got to that point? Yeah, well, he said he beat Maul in three moves. It's like, yes, and if you notice, the moves... It's the exact same move that he tried. Sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Same as uh, Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon, yeah. Yeah, he baited him into it. So Maul, at this point in history, is gone. Mm-hmm. And the Crimson Dawn was, you know, fell apart. Now, Kira is basically here trying to bring it back. And here's the interesting thing now that I think about it, because I had... I- I know you said that you found sources for this, but I didn't. There wasn't much talk that I saw, but I did see some articles about Amelia Clark has notes on, you know, what should be done for Solo 2 and all this stuff. And I was like, well, I wonder why this is coming up. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't really know <laughs> Amelia Clark is like the great director or screenwriter, but whatever. I like her as an actress. Yeah. Um, so if she has ideas and we can get those pushed through, well, hell yeah, we want more solo, but now it makes more sense to me because it's very clear that this is all coming out because of this, but still that's only like two or three articles, man. Right. Nobody is getting in my small little tiny social media world that I try and keep small and tiny is not blowing this up. Uh I haven't seen hashtag. Make Solo 2 happen on Twitter in a while. I know. You think this would have revived it. it I don't it, know, man. I don't think anybody's reading them. But it's the same with books. No one's really caring about High Republic. No one cares no, about... No, they're not talking about it. One of the two. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know why Star Wars literature and comics are always ignored by everybody but diehard fans. Or maybe it's just the diehard fans are having their own discussions... Outside of Twitter, yeah, and well, and trying to I, avoid the mainstream sure. fans. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty bad about listening to like any podcast now, let alone all the you know the ones that I was keeping up on. I'm just really bad about it. As now, far as so. nerd podcasts, I haven't listened for a while. I still keep yeah. up with like Joe Rogan, some little ones that I enjoy, but that's sure. about it. Well, I'll tell you what: Are you using Spotify? No, I really should get back into that. Well, I'm about to say I'm going to have to jump on the Spotify bandwagon because Apple Podcasts sucks. Please go ahead and rate, rate still, us five stars. Still bad. <laughs> oh, dude, it's terrible. The, the layout is terrible. But if you're still there and you haven't rated us five stars, go ahead and do that. But seriously, it's a terrible <laughs> but then platform. then stop using now. it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm thinking I, I, don't, I really don't want to pay for it because I don't. How much is it? Uh, I don't remember. It's not that much, but like I, I just I don't I don't feel the the pull to the streaming music. I just don't. There's I, a lot of different services now. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I just don't. I I don't know. But anyway, and the Podbean app is not bad, but I just don't want to. It's its user interface isn't quite as streamlined as I'd mm-hmm. like it to be. So anyway, back to this. But I just haven't heard much about this. And the thing is, is like to your theory, I just don't think people are reading these. 
and as mass because like a lot of the books, you know, 2019, we constantly heard about new stuff coming out. People were discussing this stuff openly. It's just, it seems like now it's just slowed down. I wonder if honestly people are still reading. I don't think so, honestly. And it's weird because it seems like with the shutdown and everything, people would have just been clamoring for content, whether it be book form or not. Well, I, I did say it was a huge mistake that High Republic was pushed yes. back. This, I think they would have gotten a better reception had they released it on time. This during shutdown would have gotten a good reception too, I think. Yeah, possibly. Ever, you know, it's weird. This this is starting to climax when people just aren't inside caring about this kind of content as much. I mean, this is more of a winter thing, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know why they chose this time to release everything. But Yeah, for sure. It's well, just I think we're back at the burnout stage, honestly. Possibly, yeah. Which kind of started happening around Solo, obviously, and uh, Last Jedi. It's unfortunate because yeah. a, a lot of the content is decent. Now, I will say that Bounty Hunters has not been decent up to this point. This has been like the only issue Crap. that's interesting <laughs> to me. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and roll along in the story a little bit. We, we are picking up um, with Boba Fett, who... Now has an open bounty on him. Mm-hmm. We get Zuckus and Forlom trying to... I think he might have killed Zuckus. He did kill Zuckus. Well, he might have. We can't say for sure because it was a Disney fall. Well, I don't think Zuckus saw it coming regardless. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I, uh, don't, I don't ever remember before these comics him being clairvoyant. Uh, well, I, I Not don't that know. I know much of them. I don't know enough <laughs> about him. Uh, Forlom, he does take the head so that he can see about this bounty, which he learns was... Uh, for some reason, taken out by uh, Job of the Hut because mm-hmm. he was taking too long. That didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it just didn't make any sense to me. Um, he was clearly on the way. We're making up the story now that yeah, he ran into some trouble. Crimson Dawn stole Solo. Uh, okay. Just feel like Jabba put up with more crap with. On they did with Boba. It's well, here, here's the thing, and I think this is possibly relating to you know some folks that you had heard say this might kill a solo too, because what we know is is that when we get into episode six, Boba brings Solo in. He stays with Jabba. They're obviously on good terms, so that probably means that Crimson Dawn got wiped out. Yeah. Or at least drove back severely. Yeah. Or we're going to ret overwrite. I, I hate saying Don't retcon. say that. I, I, oh, well, I'm going to say it's the, like overwriting. Well, it is the appropriate use of the term, though. Yeah. But no, that would be terrible. That'd be the worst mistake they could make with this series. Yeah, but anyway, I, I just don't see it makes any sense. But anyway, so we have this sort of back and forth about, well, the bounty was on you, Boba. It wasn't on... Han Solo at all, and blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of looks like Crimson Dawn is trying to sell Solo, maybe trying to get some funds. But we obviously know there's ulterior motives because in this issue, we have Kira unmasked Mm -hmm. and named. Did you guess that was Kira the second you saw the 
hooded figure. Well, I guess that when I read 13, Boundary True, Hunters you 13, did read that first. I, I 100% said, yeah, that's... I mean, Crimson Dawn, yeah. Lady... Yeah. Any any lady in mention of Crimson Dawn is obviously going to bring her up. I'm glad to see she's still alive. Mm-hmm. I don't think she'll be alive at the end of this, no. Kira's um, a cool character. And I also don't believe that... I think that it would be a mistake, but theorizing here, do you think that they will attempt to unfreeze Solo before he's unfrozen by Leia? I don't see the point in that because they even mentioned in the comic how he should be able to last years in right in stasis essentially, and I don't see why they would try to do that now. I don't think it unless it wouldn't another make another group tries to do it. It wouldn't make any sense, but it might give some you know some fanboys the oh they got to see each other one last time. Well, I guess that would be kind of where we decide whether. Solo 2 is going to happen or not. And then they did unthaw him, and instead of going back to Leia, he stays with Kira, and then they rewrite the, the... the Never mind. They just rewrite everything. Ben's Kira, son. <laughs> Luke's killed with his aunt and uncle. <laughs> oh, we I think we're past that <laughs> timeline. Oh, we, no, he, the, time doesn't matter. <laughs> We've discovered time travel. <laughs> Kira discovered I, it. I, I'm just saying that, like, I think that would be very, like, almost like a poetic kind of love story type of thing. Mm-hmm. I would hate that it happened. Yeah. I would love. I would like it because I really enjoyed them together. But you want to see it happen in Solo Two instead? No, I don't want to see it at all because <laughs> I don't. I don't think that it should happen. No, it shouldn't. I don't think that it should happen at all. I don't think that they should ever meet again. I think no. they... Kira said her goodbye to mm-hmm. Han Solo in Solo, a Star Wars story. Well, she, actually, said, she said, I'm right behind you. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I think they both knew. Yeah, and, they did. And he totally knew as the yacht was pulling away. But I think that that was their goodbye. Yeah. You know, she was too deep. He was not in that life. It was never going to work, and they both realize that yeah so i don't think that there's any, i i mean yes it would be cool because again you know i'm invested in you know amelia clark's portrayal i'm invested mm-hmm. in alden ehrenreich's portrayal of han solo i like that chemistry between the two of them i like their story i think it was a great you know first love story you know you what's um one of my favorite movies a bronx tale mm. you know uh, Chaz, whatever his last name is, I always forget. He's a gr- he's actually a really great director and everything. But anyway, you know, he tells the kid in the story, it's like you get three great loves, you know, mm-hmm. and that was like Han Solo's first one, you know, that was his yeah. first great love, and then that's okay, but it doesn't always last. And I just think that Solo kind of bookended that for me. Not to say there can't be a solo two because there totally should be. Well, I just think that more, it should be different stuff. I would say you could you could go through so much more. Han had so many adventures. Why we gotta focus on yeah. just what was already laid out in the groundworks of solo or the stuff leading up to a new hope. Why well, I mean, can't we go somewhere else with it? Do a do a Han and Lando adventure and yeah. you know, the three of them just screwing the galaxy over. I don't know. Get, well, he's give, just him, start- give him the good times because like in, when Force Awakens hits, he's basically 
no offense, but kind of washed up. You know, what did they say? What was the line? It's like you've swindled everyone in the galaxy or something like that. Yeah. You know, and then in the, you know, uh, four, five, and six, he's kind of changing from mm-hmm. that, you know, super smuggler into somebody who cares a little bit more about the galaxy. Let's just show him in full on young boy smuggler mode. Working for Java. The good times with Java, yeah. You know, interacting. You could even interact with some of these bounty hunters. Yep. That know. would be how you introduce them, right? Yeah. Not in these comics. You know, and doing good things along the way. Like, we yep. knew, you know, he totally probably ran some spice. But maybe he also saved some more people from Kessel, you know, Just by getting the spice. In. I don't Just know. Maybe he did other stuff. But I, you could write a really cool solo story and not have to have it constantly just be, you know, what, you what know, a, 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 like a direct, direct, see, uh, or a direct, uh, like. Sequel to solo. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I, I still think we should give, uh, give old Alden another chance. Get that guy back up. He doesn't deserve then, the crap he gets. And then listen, the end of the movie, you just have a hall of cura popping up. He's like. Now I am Crimson Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a lightsaber. Yeah. Or she has a little tiny knife, you know, like Dryden. It's like that's. And then it. she cuts a pear with it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just see her take a take a little piece of pear off. Oh, I hate sand. <laughs> God, that'd be funny. All right, so that's Bounty Hunters one. Let's let's maneuver quickly through um through. Uh, Bounty Hunters 13. War of the Bounty Hunters. That was War of Bounty Hunters. I hate this. I hate this naming convention. It's stupid. Um, You know, to be honest with you, this was fine, and I only really got excited about it when I actually heard Crimson Dawn, which was about halfway through the comic. There was one thing I enjoyed with this. It has one of the coolest full-length covers where they show everything converging on Han Solo. Was that in the... Because there was pretty sure it was in this one. Wasn't it this one? No, I think it was in that one. Uh, double check. Yeah, and, and no, it might be what, that one. What I'm saying is, I do remember it in this. I just, okay. I literally. Well, I didn't it. mention it then. That was with, with like Afra and Sana, and they're yeah, all like Vader in the top right. And, yeah, that yeah. one. I thought that was the other one. Yeah, it, it, you're. <laughs> look at Han's face. <laughs> I know. But no, I guess just to point out this because you're right, it was really cool. Um, it is. It is interesting. They're giving a ton of props to Han Solo, which yeah, which I, makes up for Afra. Well, I <laughs> just mean, a little bit. Yeah, sort okay. of. But the the thing is, is that you know, I think that Han, in a way, has been over discussed because there's so many people that said that's the cool guy, yeah. to where it's almost including become, us. Oh, true. <laughs> But it's almost become well, yeah. We all know he's the cool guy, but let's move on. Yeah. But now we're 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 actually peeling back some of the layers of the onion and showing the interconnectivity. Not just that he's a cool guy, but everything is kind of woven in here. The rebels, they're looking for him. They they think of him as family. You know, Afra and Sana. Sana's like, maybe we should help. Afra's like, I mean, my like. I might have shot bees at him one time. <laughs> you know, Jabba the Hutt, the work he's done for Jabba. And, like, the thing is, is I don't think Jabba hates Han Solo. No, it's just bad for business. Yeah, but it, it's it's just a business thing. But I think if Han always worked out, he'd be the number one guy. Um, and then, uh, you know, we obviously throw in, you know, Cobb and 
Dengar, uh, because they're also looking. <clears throat> and then Vader, interestingly enough, mm-hmm. because obviously Vader now wants to murder everyone um, that was ever friends with Luke Skywalker Yeah, for some reason. So anyway, we'll get back to that. So... Bounty Hunters 13, we have uh, we have Va- uh, Valance and Dengar looking around and trying to get information, but instead of talking to people, they just kill everyone, and then they kill some more people and blow some stuff up. Yeah, f- first third of this is pretty generic it's dumb. Bounty Hunter stuff. It, it, this comic book has gotten so over the top, it's, it's like a 90s action movie with anime. Uh, but uh, Valance does meet Chewie, and Chewie... You know, kind of maybe takes a little unkind that you know, kind of shot at him, and Han tried to kill him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it for a ball. I, but I didn't mean. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to shoot you with my palm blasters. I'm just <laughs> was, just raising my hands up. <laughs> honestly, that was the funniest thing in this entire series. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was trying to sort of you know make peace with Chewie, and he holds up his hands like I wasn't trying to. You know, shoot you with my palm blasters, and Chewie gets me even more pissed off. That made me. And chuckle. then Dengar comes in, it's like, "Who do we got killed?" Like Dengar, Dengar, shut up. <laughs> yeah, uh, good. Yeah, Dengar didn't really help out there, but um, they kind of have a little bit of a truce. Chewbacca. Kinda. Well, Chewbacca says, more, "Just more stay of out of like my a, way. I, I accept that you can live. Just you know, I'll kill you if you get in my way." Yeah, it's like, uh, let me rescue Han. You do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Um, we do pick up with uh, uh, Tonga and Losha, who... Which I kind of forgot about, honestly. No, I did too, but... There, I, it was well, part of him like, but she died. Well, t- oh, t- yeah, t- no, she didn't. Well, yeah, Tonga right. was shot, yeah, and uh, she survives. did... Yeah, she did survive, and she's kind of going back to, I guess, home base here. And it's it's ransacked. So we have a fortress of the Mourner's Wall. Sounds uh, not hentai at all, or hentai. <laughs> That'd be Mourner's Anime. Wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never editing this podcast ever. Um, but anyway, they. They kind of come on the scene, and uh, everybody's pretty much been taken out. We get some more fighting with Chewie, but essentially, you know, this group has been attacked by Crimson Dawn. So Crimson Dawn isn't just stealing Han Solos. They're kind of trying to take over, hostile takeover uh, territory here. And now our friends and a conehead. Yeah. Dude, this guy is a conehead. Is he the cone? That was a terrible movie, by the way. I don't know why people like that. I thought it it was terrible. I don't even feel like it's a cult classic in my eyes. Well, I don't want to go that far because I get it, but like there's no. If I get, if if I'm gonna say I don't like it, I'm not gonna call it a cult classic. Yeah, but maybe by definition, yes. There's some things that you know people still. I don't know. Are there any cult classics? Wasn't that that Saturday Night Live skit in this way? Made into a movie. Don't ask me that. I, I think don't it remember. Was. Yeah, I, I don't really remember. But the, I mean, there. Yeah, it is a cult classic for some people. Yeah. There are just some that I, I can't really. It, it's kind of some of those '80s comedies that just weren't. Anyway, whatever. I don't even know. Was that in the '80s? Earlier, later? 
Who cares? It'd be late 80s. I don't care. Early 90s. I, I, I don't care. That's fine. So Crimson Dawn attacks. Valances dangling people, you know, trying to kill some folks. And then, uh, you know, and then, oh, and then there's somebody up here who like, shoots at him. And then, uh, you know, yeah. Crimson Dawn is uh, after us. And then look at that ninja stuff for yeah. our next cover. Looks like uh, alternate skin Molina. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, you know what? My first impression was like Ninja Turtles. Like oh, this really? is like <laughs> this is like Shredder at. <laughs> this is like female Shredder. Yeah, that would work too. Uh, or a mummy. Or a mummy. <laughs> Purple mummy. <laughs> Dude, what is up with the artwork, man? What is up with the artwork in this? You know, I don't expect like every. Every panel to be like, oh my god! Look at Chewie mati- on the cover. That's terrible. I just—it's really bad. But okay, and this is um, so this is the main cover. It's bad. Bounty Hunter thirteen. If you guys haven't seen the 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 cover Valance of this, is bad. No, but this whole cover it 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 does anime. It looks cheesy. Well, anyway, and then you just and then have even C three PO is terrible. Yeah, you just have three PO down there. Anyway, wh- whatever it is, what it is, not a great cover. I mean, Bounty the Hunter or the Bounty okay. Hunters, that one's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's just sort of it, you it's know, generic, but it's well done. It's not bad. Yeah, it's it's okay. So, anything else we want to talk comic wise, or no, do, or you think we're ready to, to move? Move around and and yeah. sort of get into bad batch. Yeah, side side's done. Time for the main course. <laughs> Is it the main course? Well, unless you want to say that our uh, talk of our weeks <laughs> is the main yeah, course. Totally. All bad, right. So bad yeah, bad batch is the after dinner mint. Nah, well, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> so we've got uh, episode nine, bounty lost, and um, we pick up basically directly where we left off in our last episode uh cad bane has omega and uh, they've already left uh the planet crosshair is in pursuit of the bad batch still being a jerk and uh they make the jump you know despite the we gotta save omega she's gone well let's wait a little while until our aft shields are (laughs) blown out yeah okay make the jump um. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I I, I have I have a hard time sometimes just because they're so short. Um, we're back to our uh, really, really, really awkward voice acting with Omega too. I don't know. I mean, I I don't really mind it as much, but like a lot of people have pointed out, there's it, it's it's very inflected. Uh, some people. have not like that as much. Some people do. I, I'm a little ambivalent, but you know, really from the start, we've both kind of said that it sort of sounded like you know they probably could have done more processing with the voice. I don't know. I I, I wasn't really crazy on about it, but I get it. Uh, some people aren't, and it's not the accent. It's just some of the inflections though are kind of rough. Yeah, well. I mean that that is legitimately the actress's speaking voice. So like I've I've watched interviews with her. I just you know I I I honestly I don't think it has anything to do with inflection. I think it's the processing. I think it was processed poorly. When you know, however they read lines or she read lines and and recorded that. So 
I mean, let's just get to the meat of the matter because we fi- figure out why Omega is special, I guess. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, this had been a theory, one of a few that we threw around that didn't excite us and still doesn't after getting to figure it out. She is a perfect genetic copy of Django with no accelerated growth. So Boba, she's a female Boba Fett. She's Boba's sister, essentially, but Boba at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. And Uh, basically the only reason she's important is because Django's DNA sample is degrading and they're able to use her to continue the cloning process. Yeah, which we've talked about. I mean, that that's something that's or that's been uh shouted out in a lot of sci-fi. This the you know, replicant fading, mm-hmm. you know, the the idea that, you know, you're basically a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. I don't think we ever really dealt with that with Palpatine, did we? Mm, I don't think so. No. It's funny we're getting into it just now. Yeah. Well, so again, like Omega is basically Gen 1, like Rex, like Boba. And um, this led into a conversation we had earlier. What is the end game? Mm-hmm. You know, because so they just want to make more clones. What What does that matter in the grand scheme of things? I mean, what... What does just make? It's obviously the the empire is kind of done with clones, and yeah. we know that eventually they are pro- done with clones. You're not going to prove otherwise. So you had kind of talked about the possibility that it might be something in line with them trying to maybe take on the empire, mm-hmm. right? Or at least defend their world against the empire. Yeah, which, which I, I just, we all know how that would end, regardless of the yeah. Death Star. Yeah, I just don't really get it. It's narrow-minded of the Kaminoans, I think, if this is truly what their plan is. Because, I mean, I and we don't know how many clones they can produce. Maybe they can produce an amount secretly within six months to a year, whatever the uh, growth time is for a clone, that could rival the Empire, but more than likely not. Yeah. yeah. I, the amount of resources they would burn to do that, and, I mean, it would be pretty blatantly obvious right away what they were doing to the empire yeah sure and i don't think we're done with that yet i don't think we i feel like we don't have the whole story yet yeah but dude i I don't know i don't know i'm not sure man i think it's just not uh, exciting unfortunately yeah and i wasn't really down with the force sensitive thing but like i just kind of wish it were something else yeah you know a clone of somebody i still like the the um what was my uh, God? I'm forgetting his name. <laughs> the clone of you know that I said like way back when I can't. Uh, gosh, um, mm. Tarkin. Oh, like a Tarkin. Yeah. Tarkin's daughter clone. Thing. Hadn't we even thrown out the idea that it was like um, oh, Obi Wan's spark. Old yeah, uh, Satine. Satine. Yeah. yeah, clone of Satine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> With a New Zealand accent. Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, I mean, it. you know, we, we get it. It's fine. I mean, I just hope there, I kind of hope there's a little bit more to it than that. Yeah. But that's what we have for now. 
Um, we also have the Caminoans wanting her back, and they are sending bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. And effectively, our prime minister is saying, you know, get what you need and then destroy the clone. Yeah. Which I find a little, again, short-sighted. Well, I I don't think the Kaminoans are (laughs) very smart, honestly. They're not tacticians. They know how to create a soldier, but they don't know how to plan for anything, I feel. Yeah, and well, we were talking about them like, um, we were talking about. Oh, I had a literal brain fart there. So we were talking about you know them creating the force to like, I don't know, defend themselves. But but like with what? They don't really have ships, do they? I mean, what are they going to defend? And are they supplying the the weapons, or because I'm pretty sure the. Republic supplied weapons as well. Yeah, I mean, they just supplied the the clones, right? Yeah. I mean, they would have had to have enough weapons to train them, but that'd be about it. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm, um, I'm a little meh on it. I was trying to look up a name. I don't care enough anymore. <laughs> okay. So... Cad Bane has Omega. Omega outsmarts the bot, which, of course, I mean, (laughs) droids. I'll fix your leg, and I totally won't turn you off. And then he turns him off. Omega escapes. And I I, I do have to say, I do like, I really do appreciate Cad Bane's uh, voice acting. I know we said that last week. I still appreciate it. It's still very well done here. Um, But we are in an abandoned Camino and facility. Mm-hmm. This is where the handoff was supposed to go. And uh, I, I thought that the visual was really cool. There's a lot of, like, you know, fog clouds, basically. They yeah. were in the clouds. Not a cloud city. I mean, a cloud city, but not the cloud city. Anyway. Um, so it, it's very misty. And I thought that, because I've complained about the brush stroke animation. Mm-hmm. But every now and again, they do, like, a really cool atmospheric thing. And yeah. I thought this was really neat as Omega is trying to, uh, you know, contact the Bad Batch, which she does. Um, and again, this whole platform has power. What is up with everything just having power? All abandoned things have power for at least two, three hundred years, apparently. I guess. This place is pretty beat up, too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she is able to get the Bad Batch there eventually. But we run into Finnick Shand again. Mm-hmm. She is, and this was the name I was trying to remember, but the the good Kaminoan who doesn't want to kill Omega. Oh. You know that one. Yeah. Um, who wears red. Yeah. The red shirt. <laughs> the red shirt. <laughs> you know, I made the comment, so they, they weren't going to send her because of her attachment to Omega, so they sent another one who was just dressed in all white. I was like, I oh, think that dead. that's the new they're red dead. shirt. That yeah. one's totally dead, and we called it. And Finnick did execute her. Um, but Finnick shows up and, you know, we're competing. This is a competing job, but not for the same sources. And it seems like they're trying to set up Shand as being like like a do-good, like a little bit more of a do-gooder. 
when we first caught word of her, she was an assassin. Like she murdered people for like a living. Yeah. And now she's trying to help little girls. I mean, obviously she's going for the money too, but still, um, did that, I don't know. It didn't really seem on brand for me. Like it seemed no. on brand when you're thinking about Finnick after she shot, you know, and Boba helps her and she's doing that whole thing. But I don't know. I'm not quite sure about that. I kind of wish she was more brutal. Well, it just because she is at the beginning of Mando. So it's kind of a continuity thing. In a way, it's like, well, what made her a jerk again? Popularity you know? of the character. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I just I didn't really get it. And the thing that I was thinking about the most when Bane and Finnick were sort of fighting was are they going to sacrifice Cad Bane for Finnick Shan's character, which to be honest, I, you know, I kind of had a little bit of a pushback as like, well, I'm just enjoying him right now. I didn't really yeah. enjoy him in Clone Wars as much, but I am. I a, didn't either, but I'm enjoying him now. And it's like, but honestly, I think that would have been really impactful. It would have. It would have helped cement her place in the guild as well. I think in a way. Maybe. I, I just think it makes more sense from sort of that br- brutal sort of... It's like, well, she... Yeah, she has a reputation for a reason. It's not just made up. Because right now, it kind of feels more like... Yeah, she's B.A. Yeah, she does all this stuff. But, you know, she's... It seems like she's actually trying to help this girl. She's not, like, trying to hurt her. And Cad, yeah. you know... Yeah, dude, he, he, I don't know. I mean, if he had to, he'd probably kill her. You yeah. know, because he's not a good guy. No, he's not at all. So, but they really don't even give Finnick really the upper hand in combat either. I mean, Kat, Bane kind of clips her wings a little bit, honestly. Her. I mean, they get in they get in passable blows between each other, but but Bane F- does Finnick. sort of wind up a little bit more positive towards the end, despite the fact that she does do her little, um, you know two balls on rope yeah. trap thing and like kicks him to a Disney death, which of course he doesn't have a Disney death. He's got rocket boots. Right. Of course he does. But yeah, I, I just, I, I wonder, I, cause I kind of do feel it would be a little bit more impactful for, for her character development at this time. It's like, yeah, I'm not really a good person right now, but I might be one day, mm-hmm. you know, but right now I'm taking care of business. Right. So I don't know, man. I don't know about that. Um, Omega does encounter some uh, clone tanks. Weird alien clone tanks. Not not well done clones, that's for sure. Well, this also made me laugh because Omega does um, release one of them on Fennec and just drops a naked alien on her, which basically looks like a Kaminoan. Yeah, with a slightly shorter neck. Just drops a naked alien on her. Yeah. I mean, just... It's pretty weird. Just floppy naked <laughs> Oh, it was weird. Dead, dead naked alien, by the way. Well, dead naked do, alien. Do have to emphasize that. Yeah. I mean... I'm going to freeze, freeze frame it as we... I mean, just... <laughs> get off me. But seriously, though, it does look like a Camino, and, but like shrunken. Like smaller. So, again, getting back to sort of thought processes, 
I mean, are they really making a clone army, or are is there something wrong with like the Kaminoans and like mm. somehow this? Maybe is that's like, why they're trying to perfect cloning. Maybe can't reproduce. It's maybe a disease of some kind. Yeah, could be. I'm not sure, but I I, I just I look at these weird rejects, and it just it looks like some sort of thing with Kaminoans more True. so than just more clone troopers. But who knows? Oh, uh, let's see here. Um, just to fast forward a little bit, Omega does get away on a um, skate pod mm-hmm. and is retrieved by the Bad Batch, who yep. promptly tells him off or tells her, excuse me, off screen that you know you're special, but didn't tell you why, and then it's just inferred. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should tell her. Okay, you're special because. Yeah. So anyway, she's special because she's basically Gen 1, which is the only time a Gen 1 has ever been special. (laughs) But no, I get it. I mean, there you go. So she's special. She's back with the Bad Batch. Uh, Fennec Shand is uh, contacted by our Kaminoan. And she says, "Yeah, leave her alone. She's just she's fine with them." Yeah. So at least Shan, I don't know. She is she gonna be back at all? Is there any need to have her back? That depends on what the bad batch gets themselves into. True. True enough. Yeah, not much else is there. No, Pre- not that's really. pretty much the episode. Not a bad episode. No. Um, pretty pretty good overall. We all we do get the Disney promise. Promise me that I'll never go back to. I promise. You yeah. promise. That's totally coming, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've been kidnapped again. You promise. This is bullcrap. Yeah, I mean, you feel for the kid. She she's obviously not been like bad with this group and. You know, she's learned. She's maybe murdered a few people with her bow. Just a few. But, okay. you know, she, she she's doing some stuff. She's not just like a hindrance, really. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, what, what do we do if that's all it is? Like, we're just... And, and here's the thing. Doesn't this story sound familiar? Like, it sounds... Which way? It sounds awful familiar to me. Because there's another show, I'm not going to name it, but there's another show with a kid who is used for some experiments, <laughs> who gets kidnapped and rescued a few times by a, you know, a father figure who promises him, I'll never let you go. You know, just it's, it's the Mandalorian like almost all over again. Yeah. Why do you think that is, though? I mean, why are we going this route again? Is it laziness, or is it just... No, I don't necessarily Because it doesn't hit the same way as Mando. Obviously, it's not It's not gold. So why... why well, you know, I, I, I don't know, but, like, we, we've had a lot of, you know, a lot of talk about similarities, like, between the sequels... In the original tri- trilogy, mm-hmm. and that's been well 
talked about. I don't know. Are there any original ideas? Granted, it's potential that there's the potential that the Omega story of why they want her is very different from Grogu, who we assume because of his force sensitivity, they're wanting it more for, you know, Palpatine clones, right? I mean, we're, we're pretty much, you know, Palpatine clones. Yeah. Or at least something to that effect. I want to live forever. <laughs> So here's the question, why? Next Luke's going to show up next season and be like, I will train you. I'm not force sensitive. I will train you anyway. I will train you. I also have a really cool other guy here with me. He's a little bit smaller and he likes frogs, but you know. I will train you not to get your head cut off by a lightsaber. Isn't your timeline a little bit off? I mean, don't worry about that. Let's go train. <laughs> but shouldn't you be like, oh, I don't know, like six months old? <laughs> don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's little baby Luke coming around. He's in a pod right next to Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to see a baby Luke oh in the God. Grogu pod. Awesome. They're just levitating like a rattle in between each other. They're playing with toys, like passing them back and forth with the force. That'd be funny. Yeah, I don't know. I'm Grogu's just like pouring a little sand in Luke's crib. Oh god. Paw, and he's crying like a baby and he's like throwing pears at Grogu. Yeah. At that point, Grogu's still not like a baby. He's still, right. you know, a little older. Uh okay. Well, listen. I, I'm not I'm not bashing the show. It's fine, but it does feel a lot like kind of Mandalorian, early Mandalorian, yeah. you know, with the kid and the experiments and the scientists and all that stuff. So I don't know. I don't know how that'll hold. I'm hoping there's more to Omega than just this, just being a Gen One clone. To be honest, I think it would be awesome if it was like. Oh no, I was mistaken. She's not a clone at all. You know, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, just just give Who's it. Who's this random know. child then? I don't know. Just screw just screw it. Just screw it up. <laughs> I don't care. But no, I mean it it's been an okay series. It just like I said, it just it, it feels eerily too similar to Mandalorian. And I don't need that. Yeah. I don't need my intelligence prodded in that way. Well, it's just it makes you worried that they're going to do a cash grab for every one of these series coming out and just kind of copy and paste the Mando story. That being said, though, that's not a unique idea. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I understand. I that. mean, that, yeah. that's happened so much in history. Like, if you think about, like, some of the cartoons that we watch that, you know, yeah. that were all, I can't remember that particular animation style, but it was basically all, like, carbon copy of each other, just yeah. plug and play new players. Yeah. So... This sort of stuff does happen a lot, and I think that um, I think that Hollywood is. I'm just using Hollywood as a blanket term. I think they've ran out of a lot of original ideas. Yeah. You know, we're we're we're. Uh, I think we're getting a like a live action Snow White at some point. I saw that. Who wants that? I mean, I don't. Snow White was never one of my favorite. I mean, my favorite was Mulan, and we got a live-action Mulan, and that was 
It was not. It was like fifty dollars. You know? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, it you, wasn't terrible. It wasn't, it wasn't great. I, I didn't really enjoy it as much. Yeah. I, I tried. I really did yeah, try. I did too. There are some interesting characters and some slapstick humor, but it just wasn't the same. Yeah. I don't know. And then we have like what is it? What are we on phase four for Marvel? I don't keep up with Marvel anymore, but that sounds about right. Here, have another Ant Man movie, and well, there's a there's Doctor gonna Strange. be there's gonna be another Suicide Squad with Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah, Doctor Strange. I don't know, it's milking the cow too much, man. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, it's funny because we were on remake burnout, like, it seems like a decade ago. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Well, I, I just, I, I wonder if anybody else had those thoughts about Bad Batch, though, because there were a ton of people that were talking about the rehashing and the, no, oh, it's getting late. I'm getting tired. <laughs> Uh, in the for the sequel trilogy, yeah. a lot of people were yeah. talking about that all the way through. Aside from <laughs> Last Jedi, which just blew everybody. <laughs> uh, but seriously, I I don't know. I don't know what the idea here is. I just hope there's more to it. Yeah. Not a bad show. They're not a little twenty minute Friday night. Yeah, nothing big there. So I think that's it for Bad Batch. Um, anything else we want to chat about? It's getting late over here. No. And it's not because I'm about to pass out. It just there's not much more to say about either the TV show <laughs> or the comics. I think yeah. I'm good. No, I'm with you too. I'm 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 fading. We just recorded really really early or really late tonight. I can't yeah. even talk now. I'm, yeah. it, it is time to go. I probably rambled enough. <laughs> so anyway, folks, hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Excuse our tiredness, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, let us know what you thought. Do you think Bad Batch is a rehash of Mandalorian? Uh, it's feeling a little similar. Um, find us on social media. We hate it, but we're there. <laughs> you know, Twitter at TC Plan Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Or if you just like to send us a little email transmission out there, uh, TC Plan Podcast at gmail.com is that email. All this can be found in the notes down below or in the description or whatever. Show notes. I see a lot of people call them show notes. Yeah. I never understood that. They're not really show notes. They're basically all your links to 10% off of Blue Chew. Yeah. You know, it's... it's Anyway, sorry. That'd show be, notes actually explains what you talked about. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But, yeah, we're got to wrap this up. <laughs> see how long we can wrap it up. No, but seriously, let us know what your thoughts are. We'd love to hear from you. And, um, yeah, guess you guys have a great rest of your week. And as always, may the Force be with you.